Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lead More Podcast. I'm your host, John T. Meyer. Now, the Lead More Podcast is the show where we sit down with leaders of today to help inspire and create more leaders for tomorrow. And in this episode, actually, we had a guest scheduled. I'm, I'm going to push this one back two weeks because I wanted to do a solo episode, which I haven't done in a while for a couple reasons. One, I wanted to let you guys know what I've been up to. I realized in the fall, I you know, I shared the story about me leaving Lemonly. We did that episode where they interviewed me. Uh, and at the start of the new year, I talked about sort of the, the vision for Lead More this year and some of the things I was working on, but I haven't kept up to date. And I realized that some people, you know, maybe don't follow me on Twitter or some people uh, were not connected on LinkedIn, which is totally okay. But maybe you just listened to the podcast. So I wanted to give you the update. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is a topic that I think I wanted to share. And this is going to be, hopefully, more of a vulnerable episode than you typically hear from me on the Lead More podcast, a topic that a lot of us suffer from, a topic that a lot of us can be challenged with, which is imposter syndrome. So these two things are very related. What I'm doing next, my new adventure, as well as doubting myself and imposter syndrome. So let's first talk about What's John doing next? And so in late February, I think I chose February 22nd to 2222. I say that because two is my favorite number. That's why I chose it. The truth is I chose it because I can always remember that day, 22222. I can remember that and I can just say that's the birthday to my company. But what does that mean in 2022? It really just means like, hey, we have a Twitter account. I updated my LinkedIn and I'm going for it. And so I launched on 222. 22, a company called No Fun Team. Now, No Fun Team is a creative NFT studio. Now, that's a lot to unpack. What the hell is an NFT? You might be thinking an NFT is a non-fungible token. This episode is not going to be about that or crypto or Web3. Uh, we have lead more episodes we'll put in the show notes. In the fall, I went to the NFT NYC conference and did a little recap on the Lead More podcast, which, by the way, side note, Doing that podcast, posting that episode on my LinkedIn is how No Fun Team got our first client. So an old, old friend connection through uh, Lemonly, heard that podcast, discovered I was falling into the rabbit hole of Web3, starting this company and said we should work together. So sidebar there, but case for making a podcast, case for creating content is you never know who might hear it. So No Fun Team. We're going to help businesses step into this world of NFTs and Web3. My theory is that right now it's really the people on the cutting edge, early adopters, tech people trying these things, artists, musicians, and soon, and it's already happening, but soon the brands will be coming. And when the brands and the companies, B2B, which is very much like Lemonly, when they are ready to do this, they're going to need to know how the hell to do it, why to do it, where to do it, when to do it. And they're going to need a guide or a Sherpa to help them execute that. And that'll be the no fun team. We step in and help you go from idea to launch of your NFT project. Now, pause. That's what it is today. (laughs) That's what it is today in late April. Um, Ask me in three, four months, and it might look very different, which is a great segue into our second topic. But uh, you never quite know when you're starting a business what your idea is versus what the market wants and what the market is looking for. And the market eventually will tell you what they want and what they're looking for and what they're willing to pay for, right? So 
trying to solve a pain, trying to solve a problem, trying to bring forward a solution and hope that, the, that you're creating enough value that people will pay you to solve that problem. So the no fun team is off. Uh, we'll also link, I started a little, uh, I guess you, I call it an audio journal. I guess you could call it a podcast, but I love to do podcasts. And one of the things I always wish in my first company, Nine Clouds, I started with my brother in 2009. I wish I would have documented the journey more. I wish I would have had more, like fo- the photos of Scott and I sitting there in our laptops in our apartment, which doubled as our office, um, just trying to build this business. And I want that one more so for nostalgia, but two, it actually becomes part of the story. It becomes part of the marketing is documenting that journey, bringing your fans and followers along and, and having them see sort of how raw it is at the beginning and where it can get to. And so that's what we're doing with No Fun Talk, which you can find um, on my Twitter account. I posted it, just episodes of me documenting what the heck we're doing. Hey, we're hiring an employee. Hey, we have our first client. Um, and hopefully making the journey part of the story, but also documenting that. And part of why you should document is it'll show you how far you've come and hopefully how fast you're going. I think one of my big hopes is to, you know, I did 10 years at Lemonly, almost 11, is to do this even faster, right? You hope that you can. You have another company under your belt. Your your personal network is growing. You have maybe more resources at your disposal. I want to be able to move faster um, and necessarily not necessarily bigger, but just faster and overcome some of those hurdles that we hit the last time that maybe you don't have to you know, run into this time. So that's what I'm doing now. Started in February, hired our first employee in March. We have one client, as I mentioned, and we have proposals out now for new clients who want to launch NFTs. Uh, for those of you who have followed my journey in a while, uh, my bu- former business partner, Amy, dear friend, she said, it's really like Nine Clouds plus Lemonly meets this piece you've always wanted to do, which is probably tech and software. Um, and she's right. We're sort of in the Nine Clouds phase right now, which is teaching people about NFTs. I did a workshop in Sioux Falls, um, really focusing on women and artists who want to step into the NFT world. Probably about 81% of people in NFTs right now are, male, are men. Um, it's very techy, so that's sort of a consistent ratio and something that we want to combat. Um, so we did this workshop, and I would say it's probably the mer- most diverse room of people I've ever been in in a, in a workshop environment in Sioux Falls. So 22-year-old black hip-hop, hip-hop artist to a 72-year-old retired grandmother who wanted to learn about NFTs. And I think that is so cool. Um, there is a phrase in sort of the Web3 community called wag me. And wag me means we all going to make it. Meaning together, this is not a zero-sum game. Rising tides lift all boats. We're all going to make it together. We're going to learn this new stuff. We're going to succeed. We're going to make money uh, and, and kind of step into this new world. So I love that concept. And, and we believe in it and no fun team that when we say we all, it's truly all. So that's what I'm doing. And that's sort of the first part of the podcast that I wanted to share. You can go to nofunteam.com to follow along for our journey. We'll share the podcast that we're doing. We have a newsletter. It goes about every other week, just kind of what we're doing. And then the next layer, we're going to start teaching and, and really providing more content uh, on, on this stuff because it's sort of the Wild West. There's new language. It's new technology. And also just some skepticism, right? Which is very fair. Like, 
do we need this? Why do we need this? What's it for? How's it help? Is it doing good? And those are all questions we want to help answer. So that's the no fun team. But the other part, I didn't want to have a lead more episode to just tell you what I'm doing next. I wanted to also um, hopefully provide uh, some lessons or some content or some discourse uh, that needs to be shared. And so another thing I forgot about starting a new company is how hard it is. It's really freaking hard. And, you know, I think we tend to glamorize or sort of wash the difficulties in our mind. You know, the further we get away from hard scenarios, either they don't look, they don't feel as hard, or we start, we start to take the lessons that we got from those hard um, lessons in life, those scenarios. And so it doesn't seem that bad. So you're like, not that starting Lemonly was bad, but it was hard, right? It was long days. It was Amy and I working hard. It was us you know, questioning what we're doing. I think you look back and it looks so obvious that yes, in 2011, we should start an infographic company. This thing called infographics is exploding and growing. All businesses are going to want it, but it just wasn't that way. It was more so like we answered a Facebook message from a hot startup. So we did some stickers for them and then some t-shirts for a conference. And then they asked for an infographic and then they asked for three infographics and then Marriott called and then Major League Baseball called because they had a friend at Marriott. And so it just isn't as the path is never as paved or as clear when you look back in hindsight, right? It was a winding path. There were obstacles. There were great months. There were bad months. And, and that's just the truth. But we sort of forget that. And it gets kind of faded away into your memory. Uh, you start to pull out the lessons and the stories that were very true and obvious without kind of forgetting about some of the hard times, right? And so one, that's definitely what I'm experiencing now. It's like, oh yeah, this is hard. Oh yeah, it's not every decision or choice is not as clear in the moment. And it may seem clear later, but so there's a lot of that. Are we doing the right thing? Is this the right market? Is this what I should be doing for me as John, for my family? And also in this time, in, in, in April of 2022, am I too early? Am I too late? Like these are actual conversations I've asked myself in the, same, in the same thought where I'm like, oh, the biggest risk is that I'm just too early. Businesses aren't ready for NFTs while also being like, or maybe I'm too late. And people have already kind of claimed this, this role. And the answer is probably neither, right? It's, it's just, it's going to come down to how you position yourself. And again, can you create value? And can you explain this and teach and, and all these things? So, but all of this is to, to, to say, these are thoughts that, that come down to uh, what's called imposter syndrome. And if you haven't heard of that, um, my guess is you've probably felt it. Imposter syndrome is this like kind of nagging feeling inside that you don't belong, that uh, you, know, you're not, you don't belong in the room, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough. Uh, whatever it might be, the role or situation you find yourself in in life, um, you shouldn't be there. Like You don't deserve to be there. Uh, and it's something that, you know, I know we've, we've talked about it on the show with some guests. It's a thing that all people, all leaders feel. And unfortunately, it's a thing that specifically with women and minorities, they feel in a disproportionate amount, um, very, very qualified, um, educated, successful women or minorities are often in situations that they deserve to be in, should be in, and feel that they don't belong, which is unfortunate. Okay, so that's imposter syndrome. 
And it's something that we've talked about in the show, guests have mentioned, and something that I've experienced before in my life as well. For a decade, I owned Lemonly, a design company, graphic design. I owned a design company, and I don't know how to use Photoshop. And that was always a line I would use, and people would laugh, and it's funny. And, but my team would tell you, yep, it's true. Uh, he doesn't. And at first, I had a ton of imposter syndrome about that. How could I be selling and building this company around infographics when I can't even make one myself? And then I realized, no, there's, I play a role. And Amy played another role, and then we grew the team to help fill the other roles. And that's actually what a really great leader does, is put amazing people, preferably people that are smarter and better and more talented than you, in great situations to succeed and thrive, and then get out of their way, right? My role was to grow the brand, lead the team, find clients, make sure we had revenue, make sure we're making money, you know, do all those things. It wasn't to design infographics. And so it was something that I worked through and, and, and felt and experienced. And I think this is maybe why it's worth sharing on a podcast is, and now I'm feeling it again, right? It isn't a thing that you can just conquer, push off to the side and say, box, check, move on. Uh, it's something that sort of sneaks back in and out of your life at various times. And maybe you're feeling uber confident and successful professionally, and maybe having some imposter syndrome at home, whether you're a new parent or um, you know, in a new relationship or whatever it may be. And so it's something that kind of can touch all sides of our lives uh, and, and comes in and out. And so what I wanted to share today is sort of how I think about it, as well as I did a little research on how experts and professionals recommend working through imposter syndrome. So we know what it is. Uh, Adam Grant, who wrote the book, The Originals, um, had a really great way that he described, he said there's two types of doubt in our life. You have self-doubt, and self-doubt is the kind that really makes you freeze. You freeze up right before you're ready to walk on stage and give a presentation. You're nervous, you're scared, you don't believe that you can do it. And then we also have idea doubt. And idea doubt is more when you're questioning your tactics, your preparation, your approach, your idea. And the thing about idea doubt is that often actually motivates us to do better. So it motivates you to refine your idea, to keep experimenting, to keep getting repetition, to keep practicing, to, and, and to keep you know, improving. It's my better everyday idea, right? You're hearing it again. And so what Adam says is we need to turn your self-doubt into idea doubt. So I would say unsubscribe from your doubt. Don't bring, don't bring any self-doubt into your life, but do accept idea doubt, which may actually, most likely, will make you better because you're going to practice more, improve more, and work on it more. So with that, a couple tactics that I read about, plus I do myself, to conquer imposter syndrome. So the first is to visualize success. And this is a classic example. You'll see, you know, the, the world's greatest athletes, uh, LeBron James does this. You'll see people, Olympians, when they're up at the ski jump and they're sitting there, you can see them play through the entire jump and sequence in their head. And what they're doing is just visualizing success. They are playing almost as if it's a replay exactly the way that jump is going to go, exactly the way that three-pointer is going to go, exactly the way the big pitch or presentation is going to go. So visualize yourself 
succeeding and knowing that you know what to do, you're in the right place, in the right time, and now it's just a matter of letting your brain, letting your body take over and, and you know, achieve this task and achieve success. So number one, visualize success. Number two, talk about it. Talk about your imposter syndrome. Share both your success and your failures. Have a, have a friend group, right? I've talked about this before. I have a, a group of five other business owners, entrepreneurs. We meet once a month. It really started focused on, on work and on business and really evolved more into family and life. And, and we share the wins. We share our failures. We ask for feedback because not only do you get ideas and you get sort of outside opinions who look at you and say, what are you talking about, John? Like, this is such a cool business. This is so exciting. Like, you know way more about NFTs than anybody I know. That's just something that's been told to me and I feel like I barely know anything. And so you have these outside opinions, but also when you share your failures or some of your feelings, you quickly find that other people feel this too. Oh, I felt that way too. Or, I'm feeling that way right now. Or I, I completely can relate when I started my company. I didn't think that, that I belonged. And so that's what I'm trying to do today with this episode is share the part that Yes, imposter syndrome happens, and yes, it happens to everyone. And even though I've started and sold two companies, I'm still feeling it with my third company, and that's okay, right? So share it. Number three is choose confidence. This is one that I read about, just the mental idea of choosing confidence, right? And you'll see TED Talks about this, or Amy Cuddy has this, this great uh, book that she wrote. It's also a TED Talk about um, posture and how literally just standing up uh, with your your shoulders back and your head, your head held high. Well, actually, like data, science will prove that you will perform better. You'll feel more confident. You'll feel like you belong. You feel like you can own that room. And whether it be athletics or business or relationships, that you will be perceived more confident and thus be more successful. It's the classic like, dress for success, right? I'm a generally a pretty casual dresser, but on, on a big day, I want to look nice. I want to wear my nice sneakers. Feel good, look good, perform good, right? So choose confidence. Number four, celebrate your wins. We talked about sharing your failures and talking about it. We had to get to the point at Lemonly where every Monday in the weekly meeting, we had a wins column where the first thing we did to to start the week was talk about our wins. And a win could be small. It could be thanks, Nick, for building that little internal process or connecting that tool to this other tool so that now we don't have to do this thing. Or it could be big. Hey, Jade, you won this, this big contract. You sold this, this big deal or design team. You shipped this 13-part video series, whatever it might be. There are no wins are too small to be celebrated. And we often forget to celebrate them. It's something that we weren't very good about, right? We're humble, put our head down, back to work, make sure you celebrate your wins. So that's number four. And number five, play the long game. Um, Simon Sinek. There's an incredible book called The Infinite Game. I highly recommend that. But the long game is you're playing to win in the end, right? You understand that it's all about the journey and not necessarily about the destination. You understand that you don't make short-term decisions. You're making long-term decisions. You always take the high road. You don't want to burn any bridges. In the end of life, if you're playing The Infinite Game, you're going to build a company that lasts longer than you do. And you're going to you know, treat your relationships as if, as if someone who will be your friend the rest of your life, right? We're not making short-term 
decisions with short-term outcomes. We're making long-term decisions with long-term outcomes. And what this has to do with imposter syndrome, in my point, in my, in my opinion, is you recognize that it's part of the process, right? Things are never as good or never as bad as they seem, right? So in the moment, maybe it isn't going well or you had failed. You know what? You're going to get stronger. That is going to make you better. And so it's not as bad as it seems. And then the next day when things are really high and you're flying high, it's probably not as good as it seems either, right? Who knows what's coming the next day? And that's, of course, what I call better every day. We've talked about that on this podcast. It, the journey is what you're seeking. The process, the failures, the hurdles, the roadblocks, the 1% better every day is what you seek. And so when you're playing the long game, it doesn't matter if you're starting your career, rebooting your career, you, your career was ended against your will or your choice, you were fired and you're now into a new game, or you know, you're, you're running and training and you broke your ankle and now you have to start over like that is part of the process whether you're sharpening your physical game your mental game your spiritual game that is part of the process and so play the long game because what it does is it reframes everything so that imposter syndrome is just like you know just part of the journey and just a small little roadblock because today you might feel it and tomorrow it may be gone and then also guess what three months later it might be back and that's okay so how I tackle imposter syndrome. One, visualizing success, play it in your head. Two, talk about your failures and your successes. Share this, which we're doing today. Three, choose confidence. Look good, feel good. You will perform good. Four, celebrate your wins. And five, play the long game. So I'm going to encourage you today to unsubscribe from your doubt if you're feeling it. And if you do have the doubt, know that's okay. But how do we move that from that self doubt, that doubt that freezes you up? into that idea doubt that wants you to work and and refine and continue to get better. Know that imposter syndrome is okay. Know that some of the best leaders we've ever had on the show experience it, talk about it, feel it. And then if you have it, it's okay. But it's normal and we can work through it. And I hope these ideas were helpful for you in this solo edition of the Lead More podcast. Thank you as always for listening. We'll be back to normal kind of schedule with guests. Uh, we have one in the can that we just pushed out. And so I wanted to share this episode here today to share about this and, and talk and know that you know, I was feeling it in the moment and thought that you might find it valuable. As always, remember, we drop new episodes of the Lead More Podcast every other Thursday. You can find them at leadmorepodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever. Please subscribe, take care, and be well.